Welcome to Courage Pod. My name is Lauren Ray, the Courage Coach. I am an entrepreneur, certified mindset coach, and expert in building unshakable courage. Each week, I'll be bringing you inspiring episodes, helping you to discover how to unlock your limitless potential and to break through to new levels of success in life, love, wealth, and business. In my world, we don't settle, we courage. So let's get started. Hello and welcome back to Courage Pod. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode where I actually provided a free meditation to help you build more calm, courage and confidence in your life. Today's episode, I am diving into the courage to start your own business. Now, I already have an episode on a similar topic, but I have an episode which is episode seven, which is all about three mindset tips to go from employee to entrepreneur. But today I want to talk about this topic from a slightly different angle and not just talk about the mindset shifts required, but really talk about why people want to start their own businesses and the fears that really get in the way of doing so and how you can begin to overcome them. I get a lot of clients coming to me because they are actively looking for the courage in order to start their own business because it's something they're wanting to do for years and they finally just want to get up and do it, but they've been procrastinating for so long and they know that they would very much benefit from getting some guidance and support and some mentorship along that journey. So whether you want to start a business as a coach or a service provider, or maybe you want to go in freelancing to the work you're already doing, maybe you want to become a consultant, or maybe you want to start a product business, or you want to really go full time as a creative, music creative, whatever that is for you. Ultimately, I'm speaking today to anybody who wants to start something and build something outside of the typical nine to five structure that most of us experience, the nine to five of working for somebody else. Obviously, nine to five is a a catch all for essentially an employee working for somebody else. So first, I want to dive into the top three reasons why I see people desire to start their own business to begin with. The first one is freedom and autonomy. Now, I mentioned this briefly in the episode seven, where I talk about from going from employee to an entrepreneur mindset. And one of the things I touched on in that episode was... I would say back in the day where people were wanting to have this laptop lifestyle, they wanted to just be able to work from anywhere. That was the kind of freedom that most people would talk about because before the pandemic, it really wasn't possible for an employee working for a company in a typical structure and a typical kind of dynamic. It was really unlikely that they would be able to work from anywhere. They would have, they would have to and be expected to go into the office every single day. So a lot of people desired to have their own business because they wanted to be able to work from anywhere. They wanted to have that geographical freedom. But because nowadays, since the pandemic, a lot of companies, and granted, I recognize this isn't going to be true for all jobs and all professions, but I'm going to be talking as generally as I can here just to kind of as much as possible have a catch all. But for many companies nowadays, since the pandemic, they have adapted and they have allowed their employees to at least have some flexibility in their where they're working. So they have some geographical freedom within their jobs now. And so realistically speaking, when I have clients to meet, come to me now, it's not just about I want to be able to work from anywhere. They're really talking about that time freedom. Being able to choose their hours, choose when they work and choose when they don't work. It's not just the fact that they want to be able to work from home or work on holiday or work from, you know, another country or whatever it is. It really is a lot to do with this. I want to be able to choose when and how I work. Like another level of time and geographical freedom. This is particularly true for my clients who have families or have just had their first kid or are planning to build a family and they really want to be able to decide how they work and when they work, not to have to speak to somebody else or get someone else permission as to what hours they work during the day. To be able to build a business and to be able to work and make money 
around their kids, you know, around their kids' schedules to be able to work and go pick up their kids from school, to be able to take time off whenever they need for school holidays and stuff like that. But obviously not all of my clients have children, but that's definitely the number one reason I see women who come to me who have kids. That's often the number one thing they say is like, I want to be able to decide when I'm working. I want to be able to have a work-life balance. I want to be able to have a career and make money and have my freedom and autonomy and all and be able to feel fulfilled and do something that I love but I also want to be a parent I also want to be very present and they are often feeling that they aren't able to create that desired work-life balance whilst working for somebody else and having somebody else to get permission to do things with and so really when I'm talking about freedom and autonomy I'm not just talking about I want to be able to work from home in my pajamas it's really about flexible hours dictating when and when you don't work the ability to really control how your world actually looks you know week to week okay where what are my hours who am I spending time with and where am I spending my time and where do I put my energy and why and when and in some cases, my clients come to me, they've had to learn an entirely new skill set in order to start their own business. You know, potentially they were working in HR before or they were working in just a corporate role that really didn't translate as a freelance role. And they've had to learn a new skill. So they've gone off and learned to be a coach or they've gone to learn, they've learned how to develop websites or they've gone to learn social media marketing or copywriting or something like that. And then they have essentially blended their previous experience with some new cert- new certifications and new tools in order to create a new online role where they can essentially provide a service, sign clients, make money and be able to do that whenever and however they want. So my other clients come to me where they already have a skill set that they know can easily be translated into more freelance role, but they want to go a step further and not just be a freelancer, but they actually want to have their own business. So they want to have so much more control of the type of clients they work with. I have had a couple of clients who've come to me who are already freelance, who already had that freedom to a certain degree. But what they've done is they found themselves in a kind of what I would call a entrepreneur nine to five employee hybrid where technically they were freelancers and technically they could sort of they weren't legally contracted to one company but they only got their jobs through an agency and so they were still at the mercy of somebody else sourcing the client and they were still at the the mercy of that person also taking a cut and so they felt their financial income was capped they also felt their autonomy about who they worked with and who they didn't work with was in the hands of somebody else and so I do often get a lot of people coming to me who are already freelancers But they want to be able to know how do I make this my own business and be my own representative and source clients and pitch and get clients that I really, really love and would love to work with. And that takes a whole other level of self-confidence, self-trust and self-courage, which is why they reach out to me and, and want to work with me. One of my clients came to me and at first she hired me because she felt like she actually didn't know if she wanted to do her freelance work anymore. She wasn't enjoying it. She was feeling a little bit lost in the work that she was doing. And she reached out to me and we ended up working together for a few months. And very quickly, I sort of helped her identify that it wasn't the work that she was doing. It was the company she was doing the work for. And this is not the only example I can think of for many of my clients this has been the case especially with freelancers that you know this sense of freedom and autonomy of I want to be able to work when I want but also more importantly who I want to decide who I work with what kind of companies and it's often very value driven and so that leads me on nicely into the second reason why I see people wanting to start their own business and this has certainly been the case for me you know freedom and autonomy for me was a huge thing I mean I don't know if you're familiar with human design listening but 
in my human design chart, so not only am I a 6'2 manifester, there is so much in my chart which basically says, nope, <laughs> you are not designed to work for anybody else. You require total independence, total autonomy, and you are pretty much happy just on your own all the time. <laughs> so for me, I think the only reason I was able to work for other people in the past for so long is because I was very, very fortunate. I had bosses, direct management, who really gave me a lot of autonomy in my role. And I will always be grateful for that because I don't think I would have had such a nice experience working for companies and working for bigger businesses had I not had those management styles supporting me. But the passion and the purpose. So a lot of people start their own businesses or want to start their own businesses because they want to do something that they're more passionate about and they feel like they it will give them a sense of purpose. And often they feel like they can't get that in the roles they've had so far or they can't find that in the roles that they are able to get in companies. Now, I work with a lot of service providers and coaches. So fellow coaches like myself, you know, who are helping people with relationships or helping people with fitness or helping people find their dream jobs. I have clients who are also service providers. So they are social media experts or they're speakers or they're photographers. And no matter who I'm working with and what they're doing, there's always a deeper passion and purpose behind why they're doing it. It's this deep desire to have an impact in some way or a deep desire just to feel like they have that creative expression or able to really do something that they're really excited about and again that might be about who they're doing the work for that really brings in their passion some clients as I mentioned who are doing the same work that they were before maybe they work in finance where they work in marketing maybe they're brand strategists or copywriters but this sense of I want to feel the sense of passion and purpose in the work that I'm doing and they see the root of building their own businesses and doing that themselves full-time gives them that sense of I get to work with companies I'm passionate about. I get to work with clients that I'm passionate about and I get to kind of fuel a deeper sense of purpose through the work that I'm already doing and starting a business is the avenue to get there. My passion and purpose has always been creativity and I'm just obsessed with human beings. I find human beings so fascinating. And so as a musician, as a songwriter and a recording artist for so long, you know, that was a, such a great outlet for me and it still is, but it was a great outlet for me to be creative, to, I love singing, I love songwriting, I love sitting in spaces and writing songs with other, art, other artists. I mean, they're essentially like coaching sessions <laughs> now in hindsight, now as a coach full time, I look back at all of my songwriting sessions when I'm working with the art with other artists in fact I have a songwriting session this week with a South African artist who's over from South Africa and who's in the UK and every session is like a coaching session really supporting them pulling out what they want to say what's at the core what's at the root of what they're trying to say and making it succinct a third reason why a lot of people start a business is because they want to be able to make more money. Now, this isn't the case for all people. Like I know a lot of my music creative and creative entrepreneurs that I work with, their drive isn't necessarily financial. It's more passion. It's more to be expressed, to be seen, to have that sense of freedom and autonomy in their work. And also they just can't imagine doing anything else. But certainly from all of my clients who are online business owners, consultants, coaches, service providers, their goal is to make more money and be able to do that from whenever they want. And the good news about starting an online business or having any business right now that is driven online is that your overheads are so low. You know, realistically speaking, you could start a business tomorrow and all you need is Instagram and Zoom, depending on what you do. You know, it really depends on what work you do, but you really could just start tomorrow or today with Instagram and Zoom. 
So despite all of those really compelling reasons as to why someone would want to start a business, time freedom, geographical freedom, autonomy, more a greater sense of purpose and fulfillment and passion, and also the opportunity to make more money, so many people don't do it. Now, of course, many people in the world, in fact, most people in the world probably would never want to start their own business. I know plenty of people who I've had conversations with and they th- they say to me, starting my own business is my worst nightmare. I love working for companies. I love working with a team. I like having that structure. And for many people, entrepreneurship is not right for them. And so I first and foremost wanted to say that that's totally okay if that's not the case. So I'm really only speaking to people right now who have thought about it and have been thinking about it and dreaming about it for a long, long time who are not taking action. Entrepreneurship is not right for everybody. However, if you really desire it, I really, really encourage you to think seriously about why we're not doing it because just the fact that I've just said that so many people have never thought about it, they don't want it, it will be their worst nightmare. They have absolutely no desire to have their own business. So the fact that I've just shared that and you might want to really shows me that it might be the right thing for you because it's not something that everybody dreams about. So I'm just going to share a couple of the key reasons where I see people not starting their own business and dive into those so you can bring a little bit more of awareness as to maybe what the reason might be for you. The fear of failure is definitely up there in one of the top reasons as to why people don't start their own online business. And I see this even if people have started it, maybe they bought the domain name, maybe they bought the Instagram handle and they've kind of started, but they haven't really started. And fear of failure is definitely one of the top reasons as to why people don't do this. And in the sense of, We often are, I mean, most of us are socialized and conditioned and trained to believe that you go to school and you go and get a job. And the school system is set up for creating employees, not entrepreneurs. And so this feeling of being an employee and having a nine to five just feels safe. And I think what's interesting to notice over the last couple of years since I've been a coach and running my business, more and more people have come to me basically saying, I'm starting a business finally after years of thinking about it, because what I've realized is that I don't even feel safe in my nine to five with how the economy is going, with the pandemic, with AI and all of these things that are really transforming landscapes and roles. I've had a couple of clients come to me and say, I don't think my job is actually safe long term. And I want to develop a skill set and I want to be able to start my own business, even if for now I have it as a side income, as an additional income rather than full time. I want to know that I've always got an option to make money on my terms. But I would say that's for a few people. For the majority of people, we have this idea that the nine to five, the employee structure is safe and it is quote unquote safer than being an entrepreneur. And in some ways it is. And being a business owner really does require risk. It does require you to maybe invest time. Well, I say maybe (laughs) you need to invest time and your energy and your resources. And it normally requires you investing financial resources whether it's investing in product or equipment, or it might be investing in a coach or a mentor or a program or a training in order to learn a specific skill set. There's always going to have to be time and financial investments when you're building a business. And at the end of the day, starting a business, putting this new time, having to learn these new skills, having to invest energy and resources into something, all of this is immediately outside of a comfort zone. And depending on your relationship with failure, depending on your relationship with that discomfort, depending on your relationship with money, all of these things can feel really uncomfortable and could just easily shut you down. And then all of the excuses in the world pop up being like, it's not the right time. It's not the right economy. Um, I don't have time for this or I'll do it next year and so on and so on. And it's so easy to create excuses 
to not do the business that you've been thinking about. Like it's so easy to come up with a billion excuses. And the problem with excuses is often they're true. Often we don't actually have a huge amount of time. Often we do feel that like actually we'd be exhausted or we do feel that, oh, that is quite risky. Yeah, it probably is. But it's kind of thinking about, well, do I want to wake up in three years and still wish it's I wanting to start a business? Another reason why someone might not start the business is because they fear they don't know enough and they get stuck in the well, how. And this need to know every single step or to know exactly how it's going to pan out, this need to kind of almost control every single element before you've even started really holds people back. But at the end of the day, if everybody could start a business and everybody could just know the steps, one, two, three, four, five, and it would guarantee that every single one of those steps would work out perfectly, then realistically speaking, there would be no need for coaches, programs, mentors, and it would definitely not require any courage whatsoever. Starting a business requires not knowing a huge amount. But when you prioritize developing the internal skill sets, the confidence, the self-trust, the self-efficacy, the courage, the capacity that you will figure this out and that growth mindset, it doesn't matter what comes your way or what doesn't come your way, you will always figure it out. The self-belief of like, I'm resourceful, I can figure it out, I can handle this, that that level of self-belief and self-trust and self-confidence is vital for building a business, which is why a lot of my clients come to me because they say, I want to start a business, but I know I'm going to get in my own way. I know I'm going to self-sabotage. I'm procrastinating. I know I'm getting stuck in perfectionism. I constantly feel imposter syndrome. I constantly feel like I don't know enough. I'm constantly just worried about the how. And it means I'm not taking action and I'm not moving forward. And my clients come to me going, I know I'm going to get in my own way. I would rather just get on top of this right now. I would rather have the support and the guidance and the mentorship so that I don't spend the next five years of my life self-sabotaging. Another top reason as to why people don't start their own business is because they fear what other people are going to think about them. And I'm talking about so many different variations of this. What will my family think? Who do I think I am? They're going to judge me for taking that risk. They're going to tell me it's too risky and I'm being re- reckless and I'm being blue sky thinking. What are my friends going to think? You know, we've always done the same job. All of my friends work in HR. All of my friends work for this kind of role. And now I'm kind of leaving that group and I'm, I'm wanting to start a business that would take me away from that dynamic and fear of those relationships changing. It's fear of what people are going to think on the internet or their clients. And so all of these, what will other people's opinions be, really get in the way of people taking that step forward and starting their business. Now, in particular, a lot of my clients, in fact, 99% of my clients are online business owners. So they look are looking to the internet in order to grow their business. And so putting themselves out there on camera or expressing themselves through their copywriting or creating content and really being visible opens themselves up to all sorts of fear around what will people think the person who they once knew in high school or what will other people in the industry think who am I to just come in and just claim a space when they've been doing it for years or what will people on the internet think about me because who am I I've only just started and I've never had a client before and we spiral and we spiral and we spiral now of course there are so many reasons as to why someone might not want to start a business and for you listening right now if this is resonating with you and you've been wanting to start a business for a while or maybe you have started but you're kind of like yeah I've started but I haven't really started and maybe I haven't got my first client yet or I haven't really put myself out there in the way that I know I could be. There may be some various different reasons as to why that's happening for you but I wanted to just share the top three. 
But let me give you a couple of tips that I really recommend when you're thinking about starting a business and you find yourself getting in your own way. First and foremost, just accept the fact that you will never be without fear and you will never feel 100% ready. It is impossible to feel 100% ready for something that you've never done. So just throw away the idea that I'll start when I feel ready. As soon as I'm not afraid or as soon as I'm no longer stressing about this or as soon as I feel ready, then I'll start. I promise you that day will never come. If you want it and you've been thinking about it for a while, you are ready to start. I promise you. If you don't know how, and currently the idea of I have no idea how I would even do this, if that how is currently the biggest block for you and you feel that you really don't want to start until you know the how, I'm going to ask you a question. How have you actually Googled this? Have you Googled it? Have you researched it? Have you looked into this? Because I promise you so many people that I speak to say, I, I just don't even know how I would do it. And I ask them, what have you Googled? Have you looked into what books have you read? And they go, oh, I haven't yet. I'm like, okay, you're afraid to actually start. You're afraid of maybe not being good enough. There's something else beneath that. But if you believe right now that not knowing the how is the reason, and you honestly feel that that is the reason you're not starting, I challenge you this week to Google. Do your homework. Ask the internet questions. Use ChatGPT. <laughs> Tell me how to start a business. <laughs> What's your first three steps for starting an online business as a service provider? Whatever it is. Or maybe... Just maybe ask somebody, go and listen to my episode, Becoming an Asshole, and go and ask somebody for advice, somebody who's already done it. Maybe you could even ask me if you want to be a coach or a service provider and have an online business and you just want, what's the first thing that I would do? Come inside into my DMs and ask me. I'm always encouraging my audience to ask me questions. More often than not, I answer in the DMs. And sometimes if it's a really, really big question, it's impossible to answer in the DMs. I'll suggest we just jump on a free call and have a conversation. But at the end of the day, asking, Googling, doing some research, there is your first step. My third piece of advice for starting an online business is going to be get support. This might be for you about getting strategic support, like getting somebody to teach you the step-by-step -step how to do certain things, like actually how to start a business. But I also really recommend whether this person also provides this kind of support or Maybe this is the biggest thing for you right now, but getting support with your mindset, with your beliefs, with your self-confidence, with your self-trust, because those skill sets are absolutely vital to starting an online business and getting yourself out there and achieving success. I can't tell you how many people have come to me after they've already invested in programs and read the books and they've got the courses and they've invested in three business coaches who've given them all this amazing strategy and they haven't really moved forward because they are lower in the scale of believing in themselves. They don't have as much confidence as I know that they should have and they could have. They are really allowing all of their fears and their thoughts and their limiting beliefs to hold them back. And so sometimes the strategy is the best step and sometimes it's the mindset and really getting yourself prepared to take action. Now, of course, I provide both of those things. So if either of those things you are looking for, maybe you're looking for strategic support or you're looking for mindset support and you feel like I might be the best fit to support you right now, just slide into my DMs and I will honestly tell you if I don't think I'm the right fit. For maybe you're looking for specific strategic support that I don't provide, I will absolutely tell you it is not in my interest to <laughs> try and take on all of the possible roles out there. There are so many incredible experts that provide so much absolutely invaluable knowledge in certain areas and I know where I am best to support and I also know where it's worth somebody else's time to invest in somebody else. In fact someone slid into my DMs recently and they wanted to start a book. Now I can absolutely support them with the confidence, the courage, the mindset, the self-belief in order to do that and take action on it but what they're really looking for is somebody to actually to guide them through the book writing process. 
how to structure it, how to optimize their time, how to then pitch to publishers. And that is not my area of expertise. And I said to them, hey, this is my area of expertise and this is not my area of expertise. And I said to them, by the sounds of what you're looking to invest in right now, my recommendation is to find a book writing coach, someone who is really specialized in this area who could support you with that. And for some of you, getting the strategic support might be the best next step for you. But also I know that many people come to me where they're like, I know that I could figure it out. I just need to believe in myself more. Maybe I've already, you've already bought a course or maybe you've already invested in something and you're like, I just, I just, I'm not doing it. You know, I know exactly what I need to do or I know roughly what I need to do and I have no doubt I could figure it out. But at the same time, I'm procrastinating. I'm not doing it. I don't feel like I'm confident. I keep questioning whether I know enough. I have all of this ick in my brain about selling and being visible online and the idea of self-promoting and selling. This, this puts me in a spiral and I know that's what's holding me back. If any of that sounds like you right now, send me the words right now on Instagram, Courage Academy, and let's have a conversation. Now, there is more information about Courage Academy. The link is in the show notes, but I wanted to give you a little bit of information in today's episode because the opportunity to join Courage Academy at the current founding members price does end on the 31st of May, 2023. So from 1st of June, 2023, if you're listening to this after this date, you are still more than welcome to join us inside Courage Academy and join the community and the 12-month program, but it will be at a new price. So if you're listening right now and you have been curious and you have been interested in working with me and maybe joining Courage Academy, sign into my DMs, we can have a conversation and you could either join straight away at the founding members price, or you can actually reserve your space if you wanted to join in like a month's time, let's say you're going on holiday to... I don't know, maybe you're swanning off to France or Bali for the next month, but you do want to lock in your price and lock in your space. You can absolutely do so as long as it's done before the 1st of June. But Courage Academy is a 12-month transformational inner work program for ambitious women in business. Now, I work with women in business in all walks of life, coaches, service providers, creators, as I said. But this is a program that will allow you to break free from all of the fears and the beliefs that are holding you back and keeping you playing small and really allow you to unlock your limitless visibility, impact and income by reprogramming your subconscious mind and building unshakable courage. And so if you're ready for the next 12 months of your business to be the best ever, just slide into my DMs. DM me the words Courage Academy and we can have a conversation. Now, of course, the link is in the bio if you want to learn more. I'm so excited to connect with you and chat with you. And if it's the right fit for you, I'm so excited to welcome you inside Courage Academy. Thank you for listening to Courage Pod with me, Lauren Ray. If you love what you heard today, share this with a friend and leave us a review. If you like free gifts, head to the show notes where you'll see a free training from Stuck to Unstoppable, how to stop self-sabotaging to create the life you actually want. You could also head to couragecore.com forward slash unstoppable. Until next week, as always, keep couraging.